This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Time to check in with Rick Forchuk. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, and we start with a dark comedy. It is a dark comedy, and uh, both movies that we're going to talk about this morning are small movies. They are not blockbusters, but they're interesting. Uh, This one's called Tully, and it's a dark comedy with dramatic overtones, and it's a very difficult film for me to review, Jill. Uh, It's kind of like doing a restaurant review, but you can't talk about the food. Uh, That's because it's too easy to give away, well, what I don't want to give away. On the surface, this story by Diablo Cody, uh, who scripted Juno, it's directed by Jason Reitman, uh, who did Whiplash and Juno, and co-produced by Charlize Theron, who put on 50 pounds for her role as Marlowe, a mother of three, the last of which is a newborn daughter, will be easy for parents of young children to understand. Marlowe and her husband, Drew, played by Ron Livingston, have two children aged six and nine, and then they get a surprise newborn. Uh, he works hard in IT. She was in HR, but she's been on mat leave for some time. And this third baby is somewhat overwhelming, in part because young son Jonah, the six-year-old, has behavioral challenges and may lean towards autism. Marlowe can't keep the house properly because she's so consumed with the new addition and in managing Jonah, whose school is asking him to leave because he would be a better fit elsewhere. Marlowe's brother, who's doing very well financially, offers her a gift, a night nanny, somebody who will come in late in the evening and take over the work of managing the home and simply bringing the baby to mom at feeding time, allowing Marlowe some much-needed rest. She is reluctant to take up the offer, but one night the doorbell rings and it's Tully, a young woman in her middle 20s who has an amazing grasp of just what Marlowe and Drew are going through. Mostly Marlowe because Drew comes home for work, he hugs the kids, he eats whatever's put before him, and he disappears into the bedroom where he puts on a headset and plays video games until he falls asleep. Well, that's the story so far. What Tully brings to Marlowe is a kind of peace that borders on amazing. It's when we learn more about Tully that we find out just how this night nanny can change the family's dynamics. Jill, I can say no more. It's rated PG. Uh, There are some suggestive scenes that lean much more towards 14A, however. It's called Tully. All right. Sounds interesting. Definitely. Uh, The other one, also a a smaller film, Bad Samaritan. Yeah, it is a small film, and although very derivative of the thriller suspense genre, this low-budget cat-and-mouse story will keep you knotted up inside once the real action, which takes a little too long to get going, settles in. Uh, Sean, played by Irish actor Robert Sheehan, has a great eye for photography. He knows his way around various devices, uh, but he's not amounting to very much because he refuses to become a suit or a drone. Instead, he's a valet car parker for an Italian restaurant in the Portland, Oregon setting, along with his pal Derek, played by Carlito Olivero. Uh, They use a number of smart, appearing ways to burgle homes uh, by those people who leave their cars. Either they check the GPS for the home address, or they look at registration and insurance documents. And it's easy for those who live nearby to drive to the house. Nobody's home because they're all at the restaurant, right? Uh, Use the garage door opener, get in and steal bits and pieces. Nothing too big, but enough to make a better living on eBay. One night, a guy named Kale shows up in a fancy Maserati. He goes in to meet friends, and Sean heads to his home in the Maserati. It's a very elaborate high-end house with all the security bells and whistles. And while stealing such things as a credit card, which came in the mail, he discovers a door with a significant lock. Now, believing it must hide a treasure trove, he finds a key on a ring with the car keys. 
He opens the door, and he finds a young woman beaten and bruised and trussed up with leather and chains, with a horse bit in her mouth as a gag. Sean attempts to free her, but he runs out of time, as Derek phones to say that Kale is ready for his car. Sean leaves the girl, promising to come right back. He returns to the restaurant, gives up the car, calls 911 from a payphone. He watches from his parked car as the police arrive, but Kale finesses his way out of any kind of investigation. And now, because of the home security video feeds, Sean is in Kale's crosshairs. Kale is a serial killer, torturing his female victims first. As Sean can't get the police to believe him, the FBI isn't much better, and Kale is on his trail, leaving horror behind him as he goes after Sean's family and friends. There are many make-you-jump moments, and there are some things that characters in movies just never learn. Like when you hit the bad guy on the head with a shovel and take time to hug the girl, the bad guy is back in action before you know it. You've got to finish these guys off. It's worth an evening in the theater anyway for some good chills and a few things that you won't see coming. Rated 18A, that's Bad Samaritan, Joe. All right, that sounds interesting. Uh, Netflix has a couple of things to talk about. The Conjuring 2. Yes, from 2016. Uh, this is based on one of the most critically documented hauntings ever. Uh, real-life ghost experts, Ed and Lorraine Warren, played by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, travel to England to investigate what has come to be known as the Enfield Haunting. The family living in a home see the beginnings of strange activities, dishes flying off of countertops, doors slamming, and soon they're living in a full-blown battle zone between the powers of this world and some other world. A tale of demonic possession and a conspiracy to spin the tale in different ways plays out with exceptional results. The rating on that one, Jill, is 14A. It's The Conjuring 2. It's a good movie. Mm, All right. And Candy Jar. Yeah, this is brand new. It's a Netflix original. Uh, We have Dancing with the Stars host Tom Bergeron playing a key role in this Netflix uh, production that tells the story of a pair of high school debaters. One is black, one is white. Uh, They invariably take opposing ends on every issue. Uh, With the opportunity to get into the right college hanging in the balance, the question becomes whether they can manage better together or apart. Uh, Helen Hunt also stars in this one. The rating is 14A. That's Candy Jar, Jill. All right. Uh, What's happening over on Crave TV? Uh, Interesting um, dramatization of a real event. The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. It's from last year, and it dramatizes the events that look at how an African-American woman in the 1950s became an unwitting pioneer when cellular research took parts of a biopsied cancer tumor from her body and cultured them. Now, these cells live on and are critical to medical research to this day. So in a way, Henrietta Lacks survives, at least parts of her does. And uh, it's interesting and an intriguing story. Rose Bernstein stars along with Leslie Uggams in the cast. The rating's 14A, and that's on Crave TV, Joe. I've meant to watch this one. I've seen it on before. I've even PVR'd it, but I have never actually gotten around to doing it. So maybe this is the, the kick I need to yeah, actually watch it. It's very worthwhile. Very worthwhile film. All right. Anything happening on TV? On TV tonight, uh, we have The God Code. A lot of talk about this show that airs on History Channel tonight. The Leningrad Codex is the oldest complete text of the Hebrew Bible. An antiquities expert, Timothy Smith, believes he's found a secret code embedded within that foreshadows the coming of Christ and even the rise of Adolf Hitler. It's a very Da Vinci Code kind of story, which claims to be true. It's tonight at 10 on History Television, Jill. All right, the God Code. Uh, Lots out there, different choices for people. Rick, thank you so much. We will catch you next weekend. Thanks, Joe. That is Rick Forchuk joining us every Sunday morning, letting us know what's happening in theaters as well 
as on the smaller screens. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.